The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row, however... You may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or over on Odyssey. We're glad you're here to find out what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. It is Jeff and Nicole here with you. Hello! Welcome! Happy Friday! Happy Easter weekend! Happy Masters weekend, if you're a golf fan. Uh, this is the weekend that golf fans from all over the world descend on Augusta, Georgia, <laughs> to eat pimento cheese sandwiches and spend a lot of money on merchandise. <laughs> I saw a photo of the uh, airport there in Augusta, and right next to the runway is probably a few dozen Lear jets, yeah, private sitting planes. private planes yeah. sitting next to the runway, and it's just as far as the eye can see, one private jet after the other. And I thought, oh my goodness gracious, it's a lot of money in in Augusta right now. You know, we have a separate airport for like private jets like that. No, I didn't know that. We do. I had no yeah, idea. Here, um, I learned that when I worked at the casino. Crazy. That is crazy. You just wouldn't think somewhere like. No, you wouldn't think that. I guess, I mean, there's money everywhere. (laughs) We're so glad you're joining us uh, for DW60 this week. And um, you want to support the show? A couple ways you can do it. Just by listening to the podcast and sharing and rating the podcast, reviewing it. Helps us out a tremendous bunch. And for those who have done it, we appreciate it. Uh, So if you're listening to the podcast, definitely give us those five-star ratings over on Apple Podcasts and review the show as well. Also, you can support us by joining our Patreon community, where we do bonus episodes for you guys. That is over at patreon.com forward slash DW60 Press Row. It's where you can find that. And uh, it's another great way to support the show as well. And uh, if you also want to contact the show, you can do so by sending us an email. You can send your email to DW60 at srsounds.com. Or you can call us if you'd like and leave a voicemail or send us a text message. That number is 408-909-3960. That's 408-909-DW60. I wish we could have, like, that number was so hard to get, to find a number that ended in DW60. Yeah. Because we wanted 407, right, Orlando. But those numbers are very expensive. (laughs) You have to buy, I don't know, maybe not everyone knows this. You have to buy phone numbers. Yeah. And 
Yeah, 407 numbers, astronomical. <laughs> it was like 20 times more than any other number. So Just a popular area, you know, for that area code. Yeah. So, makes sense. But uh, as far as uh, Disney news this week, um, folks, there have been some weeks here within the last month where Nicole and I have literally struggled to get through an hour of the show for things to talk about. And Disney just kind of goes into like a, a trance and goes to sleep. Yeah, they're on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, we're, just, we're just going through the motions here. And then there's, you know, 24 hours ago, Disney just <laughs> shakes things up, you know, and, and just drops a bomb on everyone. And you, you wake up and, and you're, you're still half asleep as you're laying in bed and you're, you're scrolling through Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and, you know, you're still kind of sleep in your eyes. You're not exactly, you know, clear, still a little blurry, but then you notice something and you're like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. I'm not still dreaming. I'm not still asleep. <laughs> That's you, the kind of week it's been. Were you just scrolling and you're like, did yeah. your phone start like, freaking oh my, out? Yeah, pretty much. So there's a journalist that I follow on Twitter and she tweeted and said, hey, anybody anybody up for some theme park news? Oh, by the way. <laughs> and it was like a 10 minute warning. And I was like, okay, yeah, something's coming. Yeah. She's done it a couple times. Something's coming in 10 minutes. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I don't know what it is. And I texted my friend Kim and I said, Kim, something's, something's happening. I don't know what it is. Something is going And every time something like this comes up, we go, oh, my God, what if it's annual passes? Because neither her nor us have currently have annual passes. We let them lapse, and it's been a great regret. And, um, <laughs> and we're like, oh, that'd be A great so funny. regret. <laughs> but then we had the discussion about, like, clear, we'll get into Genie Plus in a little bit, but clearly the parks are full. They don't yes. need to sell annual passes because not according to Bob Iger. <laughs> people are coming to the parks. Yeah, yeah. We're like, surely that's not it. Yeah. You know, yeah. as Universal gets closer to Epic Universe, maybe it's an announcement for something over there. Fifth Park. No. So <laughs> I, I get a notification. I see what it is. I FaceTime Kim. It's eight in the morning. I have one shoe on. I have no makeup on. One shoe. I had one shoe. I was in the <laughs> middle of getting dressed. And she was like, hey. And I was like, it's annual passage. She's like, oh, you stop it right now. And so we just freaked out on the phone for like 10 minutes and talked about it. And I was like, okay. Oh, gosh. I have to leave for work in 10 minutes. I got to put my other shoe on. I have to like finish my face. <laughs> but I like freaked out. Um, so we'll talk about that in a minute. I have like a couple small things before that. But um, yeah, that's the big news this week. Annual passes are going to be sold again at Walt Disney World. For how long? We don't know. TBD. You want to go like over under 24 hours? Uh, wait till we get there. Okay. Yeah. My first little bits of news is if you were at Walt Disney World this weekend, you can meet Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny mm -hmm. at the Bunny Lane Garden Gazebo in Liberty Square. If you're familiar with this area, it's usually where Santa Claus is. Sometimes Tiana's over there. Um, at Halloween, the Grave Diggers are there. It's kind of that little gazebo um, off the path in Liberty Square. They will meet in intermittently between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. daily, and they'll continue to meet daily until Easter. So they've been there this week. They'll be there this weekend. You can meet Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny, and they don't do autographs, but you can get an autograph card. So mm. that was fun. That's always fun when they show up the week of Easter. Most definitely. We have a little bit of um, more news during Jeff's segment talking about the... 
um, shareholders call this week, but this was what piqued my interest the most. And it this wasn't a question that was asked, but it was included as part of a larger answer. It was just kind of like a statement that was made in the middle of a bigger paragraph. But I thought it was the most interesting part. Bob Iger said that Disney is planning to spend $17 billion, with a B. With a B. $17 billion in investments in Walt Disney World. Not theme parks across the globe. No. $17 billion in Walt Disney World over the next 10 years. And that with this investment, 13,000 new jobs would be created. For reference, um, Epic Universe, Universal's, uh, they're going to say their fourth gate, their third theme park, um, is reportedly bringing 12,000 new jobs. So 13,000 new jobs to Walt Disney World sounds like it could be a fifth gate sometime in the next 10 years. Well, you remember last week we talked about, uh, you know, that. Yeah, the development approval, yeah, like land use yeah. um, agreements. And one of them was an, an additional major theme park mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and two additional minor theme parks. I think that warrants $17 billion. Billion. <laughs> you know. <laughs> billion. Like Dr. Havel. Yeah. Um, $17 billion. That's crazy. So $17 billion in investments in Walt Disney World alone. And 13,000 new jobs. Crazy. All of that right there in the heart of Florida. Yeah. What a great, you know, adding to the, the community and the you would economy. Think. Yeah. Look at that. Go Disney. Wow. What a great idea. Good for them. So why is it, why them. is it not, you know, liked by everybody? Supporting <laughs> the local economy. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point. And then my last little, uh, what do we call them, lightning lane piece of news is if you are um, a guest at Shades of Green, if you are a future guest, if you have a trip coming up or you're thinking about staying there, um, Shades of Green put out a letter this week to their present and future guests to let you know that the walkway between the resort and the Polynesian, which also connected you eventually to Walt Disney World, I mean, sorry, to the Magic Kingdom, to the monorail, to Transportation Ticket Center. There's a walkway, right? You can get everywhere by walking. That that walkway is no longer going to be accessible because the the road right there is widening. There's a road widening project. And I was just making sure you're okay. Yeah, Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, why? I don't know. I just couldn't see your face. I was like, what's going on? Okay. So beginning May 1st, the World Drive Expansion Project is going to be beginning. And that walkway between Shades of Green and the Grand Floridian or the Polynesian, anything like that, is not going to be available. So what Shades of Green is doing is they're going to be increasing their bus transportation, which is complimentary to their guests. And they'll be increasing their bus transportation between Shades of Green in the Transportation and Ticket Center, which means easy access to the Epcot monorail, easy access to the Resort monorail or the Magic Kingdom Express monorail, anything like that, anywhere you need to go, they'll be increasing their bus transportation. Like I said, it's free to the guests of the resort. So if you're staying at Shades of Green, that walkway is awesome, but 
they're 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 going to be accommodating. So that was really awesome. It's not like, hey, sorry, um, this is going to be closed. And you and I talked about this earlier in the week. I I love it was a month's heads up, a month. You don't get a month's notice for stuff like that at Disney. No, you don't. No. So that was just awesome on Shades of Green's part, and I'm so glad that they put that information out for people that have trips upcoming because you know if you stay there, a lot of times people pick resorts based on the amenities and the convenience and that was a huge part of shades of green is the convenience absolutely so, yeah. i'm glad that they're making that known but also you know sharing a solution so but people people stop freaking out about it okay oh, people just just relax looking for something to complain you know you, you got back happily ever after okay yeah it's a win it's a win you know you, you got rid of some other things it's a win this is just a small construction project. It'll be okay. It's going to make it. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Jeez. These people were. They were just like up in arms. Well, and then how, we, how dare you? Some you know? of the like blogs and stuff that were saying it, it was like never coming back. It was gone for good. Oh, and they're, I'm like, it doesn't say that. It literally says, we know that it's a lovely stroll from the walkway from our hotel to the Polynesian Village Resort. And unfortunately, it will no longer be accessible. That's all it says. That's it. Uh-huh. It does. It. <laughs> it doesn't say it's never coming back. No. Um, it's called construction. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. I mean, come on. Give me so. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on to the headline that you're all waiting for. April the twentieth. Next, not next week. The week after. Two weeks. You got a two-week heads up, which was very kind of them. I wish they would have given a two-weeks heads up when they stopped selling them. I know, right? I wouldn't be in this position. April 20th, 2023, Walt Disney World annual passes will be for sale again. All the passes available to anybody that's eligible for them. Gotta be careful with how I say that. So, beginning April 13th. This is the way. Yeah, I got to be careful there. Beginning <laughs> April 13th, DVC members will be able to purchase their passes, including the Sorcerer Pass, which is... Is uh, it the 18th or the 13th? You said the 18th. I thought, thought it was the 13th. I have the 13th. Did I say uh, the 18th? You said the 18th. So yeah. the 20th, they're on sale for everybody. The 13th, yeah. they're on sale available for Disney Vacation Club members to purchase the Sorcerer Pass, which is an option that's only available for Florida residents and DVC members. So they get kind of an early access, early heads up, which is fantastic. I love that. You know, one of the things we've talked about over the last couple months, years, is the reduction in perks being a DVC member, right? So I love this, that this is obviously something that's very highly sought after, and I'm glad that DVC members are getting this almost like leg up to being able to purchase it. Yeah. Good for that. Yeah. Let's talk about the passes. So April 20th, when they become available to everybody, you'll be able to purchase any pass that's available to you. And if you're a current annual pass member, annual pass holder, you'll be able to upgrade your pass to any of the available passes. Available being the keyword. So if one of them sells out, you will not be able to upgrade to that pass till it's available. So... Start from the top. The Increda Pass. The Increda Pass is the one that's available to out-of-state guests, non-Florida residents. 
a non-Florida resident. Shocking. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can't let them in. Oh, my gosh. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, jeez. They're letting us back, everybody. Oh, stand by. <laughs> Be ready. So, Disney's Incredipass. It is um, $13.99, so $1,399. That is high. That is high. This is the pass that has no blackout dates, so that's important to note. Um, it is eligible, like I said, for all guests, regardless of your state of residence or your, <laughs> you know, UBC affiliation, anything like that. Right. A $13.99 plus tax, or if you are a Florida resident, it'll be $108 per month with 12 monthly payments, zero APR, and you'll have a $205 down payment using the Florida Resident Monthly Payment Program. This, with the Incredipass, you can make and hold up to five theme park reservations at a time on a rolling basis. So you have five, you use one, you can go make another one, right? You can hold five at a time. The next pass is the Sorcerer Pass. This is the one that's available for Florida residents and Disney Vacation Club members, the one that they'll be able to purchase beginning April 13th. This pass is $969 plus tax, or if you're paying on the Florida Resident Monthly Payment Program, after your $205 down payment, it's $69 per month with 12 monthly payments. This pass is also eligible to hold five theme park reservations at a time on a rolling basis. And like we said, Disney Vacation Club members can purchase April 13th. It's available to all other eligible guests, aka Florida residents, April 20th. The Pirate Pass is a pass that's available to Florida residents only. It is $749. Oh, I forgot the Sorcerer Pass. Um, the rest of these passes have blockouts. So the only one that does not is the Incredit Pass. Um, don't quote me, but I think the Sorcerer Pass blockout is Thanksgiving and then Christmas to New Year's. Well, I don't plan on going during that time anyway, so right. that's fine. Right. The Pirate Pass is $749, $749. It's available to Florida residents only. Um, it's so $749 plus tax. Or if you're doing the $205 down payment Florida resident monthly payment program, it's $50 per month with 12 monthly payments. With the Pirate Pass, you can make and hold up to four theme park reservations at a time on a rolling basis. And I believe this one has... Um, most holiday weekends, so President's Day weekend, Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, um, Memorial Day, Fourth of mm. July, those yeah. are all blacked out. Makes sense. Yep. Um, and then the final, the fourth and final pass is the Pixie Dust Pass. So this is the one that's always been available to Florida residents. Um, and then when your pass was up for renewal, you could renew into a different tier. But this one is still going to be available. This one's $399. Again, only available to Florida residents. And if you do the $205 down payment Florida resident monthly payment plan, it comes out to $19 per month for your 12 monthly payments. With this one, you can hold up to three theme park reservations at a time on a rolling basis. And this one basically is available on weekdays. So if you're local, fantastic. Um, you can go, you know, during the week or after work or if you have young kids and you stay at home mom, it's a fantastic option. Um, but yeah, so Pixie Dust, basically weekdays. Pirate Pass is 
no holiday weekends, holidays, things like that. Sorcerer Pass, no Thanksgiving, like the like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thanksgiving. And then basically from like December, usually like 21st, 22nd through like January 3rd, yeah. it's blocked out. Yeah. And then the Incredi Pass has no blocked out dates. <clears throat> so we don't know what time they'll be available on the 20th. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't know. But we know the 20th. Um, pack your patient pants, as Molly says on Mammoth Club. Um, oh I love watching them. Oh, They're my favorite. Man. Um, be patient because we are all. If you're if you're here to buy an annual pass, you are familiar with Disney technology, right? You understand the demand. You're just as excited as everyone else. It's going to crash. There's going to be a waiting room. There's You're going to spend a lot of time waiting to get in. Um, as we've seen with the magic key passes, things may sell out before you can get in. It, it's, it's highly likely that it's going to happen. So just be aware um, you know, that that's something that can happen. And you know, just... Be prepared. It's the Black Friday of Disney World. Just take the 20th of April off from work. Just do that. Because at midnight, okay, people are going to be logging onto the website. This is going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to it's going to happen like it does with most big sales on the, you know, Disney website for merchandise. Uh, May the 4th merchandise, all this other different stuff. And what people do is they've got their desktop going. They've got their phone going. They've got their tablet going. Everybody in the household has got the Disney page up and running. And they're consistently hitting refresh the entire time. So what this does is it creates all kinds of congestion on the Disney site. Before anything even happens... Even not knowing what time it's going to happen. People are constantly refresh, refresh, refresh. That's what causes the big issue. And Disney has a lot of problems dealing with all of that congestion. And that's why you're going to have instances where it's not accessible at all. Right. It's going to feel like a, a lot of hurry up and wait. It is. It is. You're going to get what you want. And then all of a sudden you're going to be put into a queue Mm -hmm. to be able to check out. Mm -hmm. And then that may last 15, 20 minutes, an hour, two hours. We've seen things get, if if you take it back to when COVID first came around, Mm -hmm. May the 4th came around Mm -hmm. during lockdown and people wanted all of this, you know, Star Wars merchandise for May the 4th and I forget what it was that we bought that day. We got a cup and a key. Yeah, something like that. And got what we wanted, went to check out, and it said it was going to be a three-hour wait just to check out. Right. It was an all-day ordeal. It It really was. So, yeah, take the day off. Just go ahead and take, because you trying to deal with this at work, it's going to be good. Are you trying to do it? Did you say, well, I'm just going to go outside for 15 minutes in my car? Nope. And it's not going to work. This is not a lunch break transaction. No, no. I mean, in, in, in any way. best no. case scenario, it would be. But I would say prepare for the worst. 
and hope for the best. Someone asked, is there a certain number available? And when they're gone, they're gone. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, because you you, you may not live in the state of Florida. So you're, you're pretty much stuck just getting the Accredit Pass. Everyone else in the other, and Florida people. Yeah. And the other 49 or uh, yeah. 51 states. Yeah. Providences and territories. Yeah. This is their only option. It is the only. So when Disney says there are a limited number available, that is absolutely true. We don't know how many. We have no clue. And then all of a sudden, it's just gone. Yeah. But the rest of them may still be available because nobody's gotten them yet. Is the, is the case. We haven't decided what we're going to do. So... I think, in my opinion, this is going to last less than 24 hours. Oh, yeah. If it makes it to the afternoon of the 20th, I will be surprised. I think things will be gone before lunch. Yeah. Yeah. If if it makes it past lunchtime, I'll be shocked. So if you're not up and ready to go on the 20th, whether it may be when dining reservations are available, what time is that? Uh, 6 a.m. Eastern. Oh, okay. So we're talking early. It could be right at that time. Or they may say we're going to start a little bit earlier. Could be 4 a.m. We don't know. We have no idea. But there's going to be a lot of traffic on the website. A lot of people. Disney has listened to the demand. Bob Iger has listened to the demand of the people. We want annual passes back. So they're doing that. But like Disneyland, what, a couple months ago? Yeah, not even. Not even. They were available and then gone. Right. That quick. So it's important that if you're serious about doing this, you need to be ready. Tell your boss, I am not coming to work until probably two in the afternoon. Maybe longer. I'm just taking the day off. You got to be ready for it. I would think it's either 3 a.m., 6 a.m. is all Eastern time. 3 a.m., yeah, yeah. 6 a.m., or 9, 9 a.m. So 3 a.m. is usually when stuff um, loads onto Shop Disney because that's midnight West Coast. Right. Mm-hmm. 6 a.m. is when, you know, dining opens, stuff like that's coming out. Um, or 9 a.m., I believe, is what it was for the Magic Keys in California. But hopefully we'll get a little more information closer to. I'm putting my money on 6 a.m. That's where I put my money at. Early, early, early. What do you think? We are on. Yeah, I'm thinking 6 a.m. Well, so, gosh, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Gosh. It's been so long since we've had a situation like this. Mm -hmm. It's been, what, a year and a half, 18 months? November 2021. Yeah. Since we've had a situation like this, you know, they went on sale in August of 2021 and then were finished in November, correct? But in November time frame? Uh, uh, yeah, on my birthday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> this is new for a lot of people who are, you know, new Disney fans and want to vacation at Walt Disney World, but have never had the opportunity to get an annual pass to be able to go. Poor Jeff thought somebody died. Oh, yeah, it, it, it was horrible. I screamed. Just horrible. She couldn't go to sleep. Could, I mean, just everything. It was, it was bad. Well, it was supposed to be, we, we had planned to purchase them as a birthday present for me. 
they stopped selling them on my birthday. So it was. Yeah. Mm. And then at the same time, you ask the question, how long will it be again Mm -hmm. before annual passes come back? Will it be another year and a half? Will it be like another 18 months? And I think that's why they're going to go so quickly. Yeah. Because I think what people will do is purchase them and then, you know, you, um, you can purchase them and they don't, your 12 months doesn't start until you activate them. That's true. Yeah. But Disney knows this. Right. Disney has, has figured out that this is, this is a huge demand. It's going to go fast. Yeah. And then we cut it off. Right. So also at the same time, when you're purchasing this, be committed. We get this. When a year comes around, we renew it because we don't know when it's going to come back again. Right. There's a scarcity complex to it. Of yeah. Because like- you, you mentioned all the time how we decided other things were coming up in our life and mm-hmm. we needed to make some cuts and stuff like that. Hey, we'll cut our annual passes and we'll just get them back after everything else has happened. And situations come up and this is this is the result of it. Right. And so now so. we're sitting here like we got to get them. You know, do we do we do we purchase them because we don't know when we will be able to again? even though we don't know necessarily that we will get our full use out of them at the moment. Yeah. But when we are able to use them more often, we might not be able to get them. Right. So, and it's, it's a, as out of state residents, it's a huge chunk of money. It's a huge chunk of money, but I tell you what, it makes going to Disney World as a person who is out of state so much easier because you know you've already got your tickets it, and you all you've got to do is you've got to do your dining and you've got to figure out where you're going to stay. Mm-hmm. Rest of it's taken care of. If you are looking at the price and being like, I don't know if I'm going to go enough to make it worth it, let me put it into perspective a little bit for you. <laughs> Monday... April um, 17th was the date that I was looking at a couple of days ago. Monday, April 17th, a one-day park hopper ticket was $228 before tax. If you were to use $228 as a a placeholder, you would only need to use your Incredipass less than between six and seven days. You need to go for one week for it to be cost effective. That's easy to do. Right. That's Over so the course easy. of a yeah. year. Yeah. 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 Even if it's just for weekend trips that's, alone. Yeah. Two long weekends. Yeah. That's all that is. You throw in boot to you. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, not so scary. Right. You get a discount on those tickets. Yeah. Throw in a Christmas party. Uh, throw in food and wine. Throw in international, uh, you know, yeah, Festival of the garden. Arts, Flower and Garden, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got all these these different times. You're going to get your money's worth. No, no doubt about it, 100%. I mean, think about, like, with all the things that are open now. Tron, you know, when um, Guardians is open. Like, we talk all the time about how when you go, you feel like you have to get your money's worth. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like the you know for especially for there are people that it doesn't make sense for, 
And I was talking to my friends earlier in the day, yesterday, when all this came out, and they were saying, you know, this doesn't make sense for my family. This doesn't really make sense for us. And I said, I get that. And I also understand that you and I are not the average Disney consumer. No, we are not. We're not. No. Like, we're just no. not. And I understand that it doesn't make sense for everybody, but, like, financially, it does make sense for us. Absolutely. Yeah. And just because it makes sense doesn't mean it's still not a ton of money. <laughs> Like that is not lost on us, but it's worth it for us. So yeah, it's like a weird adult come to Jesus talk you have to have with you and your <laughs> partner and your bank account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta figure that out. But the thing is, is though you've got a little bit of time. We've gotten a good enough notice Thank to where goodness. you've got a little bit of time, and Disney's just not dropping your, this in your lap the morning of. I fully oh. expected it. I did too. Yeah. If they were ever going to come back, I expected Disney to say, hey, by the way, we're doing annual passes today. Buy them all you can. Yeah. Boom. I didn't expect an announcement. So, no. I just expected some blogger or somebody to be like, oh my God, they're for sale right now. Well, I expected Bob Chapek to drop it on us like that. I am glad it's Bob Iger who said probably, let's give them a notice. Let's get them ready because we do that more people are going to know about it. We can sell more. We can sell more. Yeah. Yeah. So fantastic. I mean, it's great news. It's fantastic news. A lot of people are very, very happy about it. A lot of people going, oh, I wasn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> so That's just, us. We're excited. You know, we're excited. Not ready. Not ready. But we'll figure something out. I don't, I don't know what we'll do. But uh, anyway, that's just a portion of what we have for DW60 today. We've got more coming up after the break. Stick around. DW60 here on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, SRSounds.com. Jeff and Nicole back with you once again as we talk about the latest things happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. During the first part of the show, we talked about Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny sticking around uh, Liberty Square there for you to check out Easter weekend. Bob Iger saying Disney is planning on spending about $17 billion dollars worth of investments on Walt Disney World alone over the next 10 years. And of course, the really, really big news, annual passes coming back for purchase on April the 20th for everybody and DVC members can get them on April the 13th. So no shortage of a lot of things to talk about so far on the show. And you've got even more. I've got more things to talk about. Yeah, I do. I do. Which, uh, a lot of it's really interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, uh... It was a good week for news. It was a very good week for news. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's get started here. Genie Plus. You either love it or you hate it. The One of the two, okay? It's either a great thing for your day at Walt Disney World, or you're looking at it and you're going, I just can't justify paying for what I used to get for free. Well, Disney's like, you're paying for it anyway. Because Disney Genie Plus sold out for the fourth day in a row this past week. And in record time. That's the thing. It was on sale, and it has for the past couple of days been for $35 for the day. The highest price ever for Genie Plus. And sold out before 10 a.m. 
it's available for purchase starting at 12 a.m. every single day. Mm-hmm. And for it to sell out that fast is just absolutely just mind-blowing because people all the time, I can't stand Genie Plus. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want this. I don't want that. Disney knows better. And on top of everything else, it's a really busy week for Walt Disney World because you've got Tron opening up over in the Magic Kingdom. It's Easter weekend. Spring break is still going on. And people are like, I want to get on these attractions. I don't want to wait two and a half hours. I'm paying $35 to get GD+. Now, you think about that $35 for a family of four. That's 150 bucks. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot for a family of four. But people just... They're like, I got, I have to get it. I want to maximize the time that I've got here. And the only way to do that is to get GD+. I think that selling out is a good thing. Why is that? Because it means they're capping it, which makes the experience of using it better because it's not a free-for-all. You know, it's not anybody that can purchase it will purchase it. There's only a certain allotted amount every day which makes it more valuable for those who do have it. That is true. Absolutely. So I, you know, I don't think the number that them that they're selling is the same number that might be available a week in February, right? Like I think they're selling less, but I am glad to see it selling out because then we know that the number of people using it in the park is is limited. I've only experienced Genie Plus one time, and it was during our trip back in December. Mm-hmm. With a, uh, with the exception of a small technical glitch that uh, you, with Disney Wi-Fi, you know how bad it is and right. everything else. And that was a small glitch. Otherwise, I see the value right. of Genie Plus. I right. understand how well it works. The price of it, you can we can sit here and debate all day what the actual price of this should be, or whether it should be a free service like, you know, FastPass Plus was. We can debate that all day long, but it does work, and I and I witnessed that, and it made me feel a little bit better about purchasing Genie Plus. Lightning Lane, again, you can debate that all day long. If you want to pay even more to do Lightning Lane for certain attractions, I get it. But $35, man, I'm sitting here shaking my head. Goodness gracious, it's a lot. Uh, If you think Jeff and I are exempt from vacation uh, snippiness. We are not. (laughs) It was not. The the, the day that we were using Genie Plus like this, I had it purchased already separately for a separate reason. But Jeff wasn't sure if he wanted to use it or not. And it was like uh, you had to have it. You know, before seven to make your first selection. Right. And it was like six fifty four. And I was like, We're in the car. I'm like, it's six fifty four. Like you need to make up your mind right now. She's not yes kidding. Or no. yeah, she's serious. <laughs> He's and like, Okay, uh yeah, I just do like, it. Okay, just do it. Just just get it over with. I'm I don't like, want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, maybe I will. And I'm like, you have seven minutes to figure this literally out. Literally <laughs> have to decide right now. It's it's just the way it is. Um that happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> It is, it is a, a good way to spend your day knowing that you're going to get on certain attractions with a little to no wait. It's great, but you, you do, again, have to you know take into consideration the price. So. Yeah. But yeah, $35 a day. And uh, for four days straight, sold out. 
That's crazy. Just absolutely crazy. All right. If you're a fan of the Disney movie Moana, good news. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, announced over on his Instagram page, over on his TikTok page, and uh, Twitter and everything else, a new live-action Moana movie is in development. And the great thing about this is, is that, well, for some, other people don't understand it, but I think it's great. The characters who voiced the characters in the animated movie are going to be in the live-action movie. Like, Dwayne Johnson is going to be playing his part. Playing Maui. Yeah, he will be in the movie. A lot of people were very excited to hear about this. Now, Disney does not have the best track record lately when it comes to live-action remakes. Okay? (laughs) Not the best track record. But a lot of people are also questioning on top of this, why are we doing such a quick live-action remake? film for Moana when it just came out a few years ago. They don't seem to understand. Because it's making money. It's making money. It'll make money. I'm kind of with them. I don't understand why we're doing this all of a sudden. And is the demand for Moana still that great? Does it still Mm. that... uh, I I don't know. I think, yeah. It could be. I mean, think about Frozen. Think about... It may get even bigger when we have this new you know, walk through area of Epcot open up. Yes. It's not an attraction. It's not an attraction. Ah, folks. the synergy okay? machine. It's not again. an attraction. It's just an area you walk through. That's it. A synergy machine. But you're gonna see the interest for Moana as a whole rise when this opens up. So sales of merchandise is gonna go up. So why not throw a live action film on top of it? It, it just makes sense. I get it. Am I excited for it? Yeah. yeah. Sure. I, I like the movie. The movie's great. I should probably watch it. You should. <laughs> she hasn't even watched it yet, but no. she knows the songs. I sure she do. She knows the songs. But no, I haven't seen Moana. No, we're going to have to watch that because that's a great film. So that, that was nice news to hear about. I, I Gosh, sometimes I, I, I get tired of mentioning this guy's name. Yeah. With this next story, but... Good old Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has decided to order an investigation in what he deems to be civil and criminal violations of the previous Reedy Creek Improvement District Board of Supervisors. He is accusing Disney of overreach and what he's doing, he's pursuing legal action regarding some of the agreements publicly approved by Reedy Creek on that meeting back on February 8th. We talked about these last week on the show. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's, this is just, it just, the cycle keeps, just keep, it just keeps going. It just keeps going. This is not going to be over for a few years, folks. It's going to be going on for a while. While Governor Ron DeSantis is doing all this, getting lawyers together, you know, big-time law firms to be able to compete with Disney's, you know, attorneys and everything else. While all this is going on, Bob Iger, who is the returning CEO of the Disney company, accuses DeSantis of punishing Disney for free speech. Iger said, quote, we love the state of Florida. 
and we are, you know, basically he was said that we're here for you. We're creating revenue for you. We're creating jobs for you. And a company like Disney, a privately owned company, or what is that? Am I right to say that? Or publicly owned company? Yeah. Yeah. Has the right, he says, to free speech. When he, he's talking about that because he's referencing the parental rights education bill that was put forth by DeSantis and the state of Florida. That's what started all this. That's the, that was the thing, is that this came up and Disney was very quiet. Disney did not say anything. Bob Jacob is like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. The Disney community gets on social media. Disney needs to take a stand on stand on this. Disney needs to say something. They need to release a statement. And basically, you know, Bob Chapek sat there with a gun to his head, and he almost just didn't have a choice. So he commented on it, mm-hmm. and he gave Disney stance on it. Ron DeSantis did not like the, the statement that they made. And so now started this entire situation, which, let's be honest, folks, there was nothing wrong with Reedy Creek. They were doing nothing wrong. There was no reason for any of this to go on. It's simply because Ron DeSantis did not like Disney's stance on... Opposing his bill. Opposing his... Exactly. And that's what brought all of this on. I mean, Reedy Creek had successfully existed oh, and operated yeah. for more than 50 years. Long time. The state of Florida never had a problem with it. This is Ron DeSantis saying, I don't like what you had to say. I'm upset, so I'm taking away your rights. That, well, uh, you know, seems to be his game. Yeah, this, this is the little thing that's going on. <laughs> so, you know, Iger says, I need to say something. I need, he's accusing us of X, Y, and Z. I need to say something. Mm-hmm. So this is going to go back and forth. And this could go all the way up to the Supreme Court. That's how far this could go. Which is, it just blows me away. <laughs> For just something as small as Reedy Creek Improvement District Board. Right. That, and, just, this is the, the equivalent of your local city council. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's... Folks, this all comes down to because Ron DeSantis plans on running for president. That's that's what this comes down to. This is all politically driven. This is part of his, you know, way of getting national headlines. And that's what he wants because he'll have a primary coming up. But it's the same things other politicians have done is they say something about Disney and then people freak out. But they mention Disney, so they get headlines, and then they never do anything about it. But now their name is out there because, yeah, yeah. you know, they interacted with Disney. And it's so frustrating to see people use something like the Walt Disney Company for, like, political gain, personal political gain. Yeah, right? that's what it is. And it is. You're right to say personal and political. Yeah. He got his feelings hurt because Disney didn't back what he was doing. So now he's doing this. He's he's just a little like a little kid over in the corner sulking. Well, then I'm going to do this. Jeez, give me a break. So now it's caused all these problems, and I hate it. I really just don't like it. It's so unnecessary. It's very unnecessary. Very unnecessary. A company is allowed to have an opinion and not be persecuted for it. I feel bad for the taxpayers in Florida who's tax dollars are going towards this rather than 
fixing roads, improving waterways, you know, like yeah. things that they're taxed, schools, like things that their yeah. tax dollars should be funding. Things that matter. Frustrating. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. So, as uh, you know, we'll continue to talk about this as the story continues to evolve into a lot of different things. All right, moving on. The 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort has officially ended. We've started seeing the removal of all the decorations throughout the resort. Uh, things like the 50th medallion on Cinderella Castle, the ending of Enchantment and Harmonious Shows. Real question is right now, and a lot of people seem to be talking about it. Was the 50th celebration and anniversary of Walt Disney World a success for guests over the 18-month period? What do you think? Uh, it was fine. So it wasn't great. Yeah, if you have a wife, that is <laughs> that is code for not what I wanted. It's not what I was expecting. It, it, it was fine, yes. It was fine. It's it was- fine. I'm fine. Like, it's not fine. No, it's not fine. It's not good. Yeah, it was It was not uh, not what it could have been, not yeah. what we expected it to be, and it did not live up to our expectations that I don't think were too far out there. You know, the start of the anniversary was not what we expected. They did not make really a big deal out of it wasn't the greatest of hey this is the start of it here it is it was kind of just yeah it was okay enchantment was not what what people were expecting harmonious started off before the show even started people complained about harmonious barges. look at these barges look at the sight lines it's horrible you know and then the show harmonious itself a lot of people just did not like it just did not flow it's hard i get it to follow a show like illuminations i get that but it it wasn't great it was good but it wasn't great the the fatal flaw of the 50th celebration is that it did not celebrate the past 50 years no no it celebrated you know where those 50 years have gotten us like where we are now but when people think about an anniversary celebration like that, they they look back, right? That's like the hallmark of a Disney Parks fan in particular is nostalgia. Yeah. Every I mean, attraction, the colors, like flooring, nostalgia. That's what Disney Parks fans, you know, just like drive home every time. And so the opportunity to celebrate the past without it feeling like redundant or anything like that and they totally missed the ball the best the best they did with that was the vault collections of the merchandise well i i think that you know when disney realized that they missed the opportunity to to celebrate walt disney world they figured it out they added this extra part to the beginning of enchantment yeah that two minutes yeah which for a lot of people changed the show entirely because it was recognized, but it wasn't enough. No. It was not enough in any way, shape, or form. You look at Disneyland's 60th, and you compare that to Disney World's 50th, night and day. Or even Disneyland's 50th. Yeah, night and day, folks, night and day. I was at Disneyland's 50th. I'm not going to sit here and call the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World a failure. It no. was not a failure. No. It was disappointing, at certain times, but it was not a failure. Disney can learn a lot from this because guess what? 
in less than 10 years, <laughs> you've got the 60th coming up. A diamond celebration. Okay. So what what do we do, Disney? Imagineers, what do we do? What do we do? Learn. Learn <laughs> and apply. Do better. And what, and what do you start? You start doing your concept art now. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Like, oh, gosh, we got 13 months left. We got to think of something. Do it now. Don't wait. Do it now. Because the, the people are going to expect the 60th anniversary for Walt Disney World to be massive. Because guess what? In that 10-year period, there's going to be $17 billion worth of development at Walt Disney World. And when the 60th comes around, we're going to expect that $17 billion to be part of it for the 60th. That's exciting. That, yeah, think about that. That's really For exciting. just a moment, think about that. What they could do with that $17 billion a portion of it just for the 60th alone. Come on, Disney. Oh, it'd be a really good time. TBD. You got to do it now. You got to do it now. All right. Let's go back to Bob Iger again. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. So during the shareholders meeting uh, that went on this past week, he did mention that Journey of Water, inspired by Moana and with a live action film coming, uh, Journey of Water is going to be the final piece of the major Epcot expansion. Oh, hold on a second. Wait, oh, wait, what? Wait, wait. What? Excuse me? What? So Spaceship Earth is safe. Okay. So that confirms Disney right now has no intentions to update Spaceship Earth or even continue construction on the Play Pavilion, formerly the Wonders of Life Pavilion. That was announced at the D23 Expo back in 2019. Started construction on it, all this other stuff. It was part of the Epcot experience over at the Odyssey uh, building. It's not It's not even being talked about anymore. Basically, and, and this is how you look at this. Disney bit off a little more than they could chew when it comes to, uh, it comes to Epcot. It was too much. They were extenuating circumstances. You know. They went and demolished two buildings they didn't need to demolish in the first place. And then they had to rebuild them. And then they're on their, now they're rebuilding those buildings. That was the best part. That's wasting money. That was the best part. That money could have gone towards the 50th anniversary. You didn't need to do that. I like can't wait to tell my grandkids. Yeah. Like, there used to be buildings here. Then they tore them down. But then yeah. they actually ended up needing them, so they built new buildings. Yeah. Like Which basically do the same thing. I mean... They could have not demolished those and still completed the construction of the areas that they wanted to for people to enjoy. You can gut them like you did the other buildings. What I would and, give. And, and build inside. That that would have been fine, right? What I would give to sit in that interventions hallway again. Charge my phone. Get some air conditioning. Yeah. Would have been great. But all we're going to get is a couple of new buildings. A statue of Walt Disney. That's going to be cool. Which I think is going to be cool. It'll be nice, yeah. <laughs> and then the Journey of Water, which is not even an attraction. It's a walkthrough area for you to cool off a little bit with some great Disney effects that Imagineers have put together. It's not even an attraction. Yeah, I believe they're calling it an experience. I just... You know what else is an experience? The Fountain Nations. Yeah, it was. It was. What? what? The mention of Mary Poppins Cherry Tree Lane over in the World Showcase, gone. Did you see the alleged? Oh, horrible! Uh, concept art 
horrible. Allegedly. I don't want another teacup yeah. ride at Walt yeah, Disney teacup. World. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come I, on. I just don't think that's what it was. I don't know. We'll never know. I, th- I think it was one of the concepts. Yeah. I don't think it was the final word on, on all that I stuff. I think it was. It's so. going to be a dark ride, but yeah. um, right. we'll never know. So, I mean, could Disney have gone be- uh, gone uh, and done better when it comes to this Epcot expansion? Absolutely. 100%. Is Journey of Water enough? No, it's not. No. The new festival center that they're talking about, is that enough? No, it's not. You started on the Play Pavilion and you just decided to abandon it. You went through all this trouble to put this little Epcot experience together at the Odyssey Building. It's great to watch. It was a great little show. But not even half of the things that was in the Epcot experience is making it into the new Epcot expansion. That's what's sad. Right, where's Coco? Yeah. It's I just I just don't understand it. I don't get it. And I'm sad about it because Epcot is my favorite park. Epcot is our favorite park. We love Epcot. This is true. I mean, it's it's our go we love Cinderella Castle, but don't get me wrong, we love the Magic Kingdom. But Epcot is our go to park. If we're picking a park right now, you gotta go somewhere we're both picking Epcot. Well, so that's what I was just thinking. It's been years. Since we have spent a full day in a Disney park that was not Epcot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been to Animal Kingdom in like almost three years. But I'm okay with this. I'm okay with that. I'm good. I love Epcot. I do. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's our, I mean, if we have a, tra- a choice to go while we haven't had our annual passes and tickets are so expensive, we are going to Epcot. <laughs> that's true. Going back to that annual pass thing again, aren't you? We're going to be talking about this after the show. I can almost guarantee it. Oh, yeah. It's going to come up. So uh, those are just a few of the uh, things happening, some big things happening at Walt Disney World this past week. Uh, So uh, what the next few weeks are going to bring us? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Stick Uh, around and find out. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Let's do a birthday. How about that? Wow, 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 wow. They say it's your birthday. Well, yes, it is. What's our birthday email this week? It says, hi, Jeff and Nicole. Hi. Would you be able to wish my husband, Dan, a happy birthday? His birthday was April 1st. We also know somebody whose birthday was April 1st. Oh, yeah. He got a a G-Wagon for his birthday. Oh, Dan did? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We absolutely love Disney. His favorite character is Stitch, and he loves the turkey legs and Crystal Palace. We cannot wait to get our annual passes and go back. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful Easter. That is from Donna. Dan the man. Turkey leg loving Dan. I love the fact that you love those turkey legs. Heck yeah. So uh, you definitely get a... Heck yeah. And sparkles as well. Oh, and a little Mando. And a little Mando in there as well. Did you watch Mandalorian this week? I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, It was... uh, (laughs) We're not going to go there. Not going to go there. I don't need extras in, in the Mandalorian. I'm just going to throw that throw that out there. But Dan, we're so glad that you're going to, that you we're so glad you had a great birthday on April the first, and we hope that you have more many 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 more great birthdays uh, down the line as well. So if you've got a birthday and uh, you want to give somebody a shout out here on the show, give us a call. It's real simple. It's real easy. All you have to do is call 408-909-3960 
Or you can send us an email. Send your email to dw60 at com. So for everybody out there celebrating birthday, this message is for you. Hiya, pals. We heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Mickey, I love birthdays. Me too. <laughs> and guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday to you! <laughs> well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. And that brings us to the end of the show. We want to thank everybody for taking a little time out of their day to enjoy DW60's Press Row, finding out what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Whether you're listening to us on Sorcerer Radio or you're listening to the podcast, we thank you so much for your support. Now, if you want to get in contact with us, there's a couple ways to do it. You can find us on Facebook, the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. We are on Patreon if you'd like to get some bonus episodes, behind the scenes information, chat with us there. We are DW60 Press Row Podcast over there as well. And like Jeff said, if you want to send us an email, you can tell us about your most recent trip. If you have um, some comments or anything about what we talked about this week on the show about annual passes, Feel free to send us an email, dw60 at srsounds.com, or shoot us a text message, leave us a voicemail, text us a voice memo, however works best for you, to 408-909-3960, 408-909-DW60. For our Sorcerer Radio listeners, DW60 Music Row is coming up next. Some of my and Nicole's favorite selections of music from the Walt Disney World Resorts. If you want to listen to the replay of the show, you can do so on SorcererRadio.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. And that will happen at 7 p.m. Eastern Time this evening. And the show is also available on demand via the app. So you can download that for Apple and Android devices. For those of you podcast listeners, we thank you so much for your support. Make sure to give us those five-star ratings over on Apple Podcast and also review the show as well. It helps us get the show out there to everybody looking for an update on the Walt Disney World Resort for their upcoming vacation. And we thank you so very much for that. What am I forgetting? Anything? I don't think so. I think you got it all. I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, Lots of great information this week and a lot to look forward to at the Walt Disney World Resort. It's going to be interesting and we'll be watching it close, bringing it to you every single week here on the show. So until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com, and we hope you have a magical day.